Bill Gates really loves Bud Light. So Bill Gates buys $95 million worth of Anheuser-Busch shares following Bud Light disaster. Bill Gates appears to believe the owner of Bud Light is poised for a comeback, recently almost paying like $100 million, to buy up 1.7 million shares of Anheuser-Busch, according to financial data firm TipRanks. You know, by the way, as like a side note, like, isn't it kind of crazy to like just drop this type of money on pretty much anything you want? Like, imagine being so rich that you could literally just drop money on like crazy bets like this, right? Because like, for example, right, if I had this type of money, maybe a couple months ago, I probably would have dropped like a hundred million dollars on Robin Hood. Actually, no, not a couple months ago. Maybe about like a year ago, dropped like a couple hundred million dollars on Robin Hood. When I think the thing was like five or six bucks, like I pretty much would have nearly doubled my money, right? Because you could just do those crazy bets without really any risk to yourself, kind of thing. Which you know, personally, I am up on Robin Hood, which is pretty nice, but. I definitely didn't put $95 million. The 67-year-old billionaire bought up the shares via his Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Trust during the second quarter of this year, Tip Rings found. The Seattle-based charitable foundation reportedly holds assets valued to the tune of $69 billion. Now, the funny thing about this whole, like, the charitable foundation, right, it's like Bill Gates, his wife, and other people, or I think maybe she like pulled back from this after the divorce, where they signed that whole like giving pledge where they like promised like give basically all of their money away. But I'm pretty certain none of these billionaires that signed those funds said that they will give away their foundation's assets. <laughs> so. Yeah, let's say that they got like a billion dollars in assets in their own name. Okay, they give that up, but they got $69 billion of assets in their foundation, which they own 100% of. Oh, you know, (laughs) they totally gave away all of their money, you know. Anheuser-Busch is still ruling five months after St. Louis MO-based brewer tapped transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney to promote Bud Light on her social media, well, I mean, technically his social media, a marketing campaign that ended in disaster and knocked the beer from its number one spot. Anheuser-Busch's share price has slipped nearly 9% over the past six months and is down over 3% to $56.08 in the past five days, a result of a national boycott of Bud Light that has shown no signs of slowing down yeah like even now i still see not many people buying but light i mean typically the people that i see buying but light still tend to be construction workers that don't really speak english like at all like at all Modelo Especial, the nation's new king of beers, continues to outsell Bud Light, and last week it widened its lead in year-to-date sales over Bud Light, accounting for 
of beer sales in stores through August 19th, compared to Bud Light's 8.2% share. Bump Williams Consulting and Nielsen IQ reported earlier this week. More consumers are buying Modelo more frequently and in greater quantities before the summer ends, Williams, the head of the consultancy, told the Post on Monday. However, Gates is betting that Modelo won't hold the top dog spot for long. And it's not the first time the Microsoft founder has invested his money in beer brands, despite writing in a 2018 question and answer session on Reddit that he's not a big beer drinker. In February, Gates scooped up a 3.76% stake in Heineken Holding, NV, acquiring 10.8 million shares in the Dutch drinks giant valued at 939.87 million at the time of purchase. And Gates purchased the shares from Mexico's FEMSA, whose brewery was sold to Heineken in 2010. Da 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 da. The Post also saw comment from Anheuser-Busch. Meanwhile, Bud Light has been clawing to win back its core audience and distancing itself further from the ill-fated tie-up with Mulvaney by releasing a new ad catering to its core audience of football fans. Like, the thing is, I think they screwed up so bad because they had, like, no understanding as to who their audience, like, customer base was, like... At all. Like, at all. For example, it'd be almost like, say that you have a YouTube channel, right? Where all you do in terms of content is beauty products, right? So you do like makeup, you do some sort of hair thing, whatever, right? Something along those lines, right? Maybe fixing some pimples, who knows, right? But let's say that's all of your content that you make. And let's say that you got a million followers on your beauty YouTube channel. It's like the equivalent of trying to sell firearms <laughs> to the, the audience of that channel. That ain't going to work, right? Like you'd have like... No true understanding of your like audience base, customer base, like at all in that context. So, I just think it's kind of crazy because like, where in their mind in terms of like marketing, they thought like, ah yes, let's cater to a very low percentage of the population that has a much younger audience that can't even drink alcohol, uh, drink alcohol legally. Yeah, let's focus on that audience instead of the audience that has the money to spend on our product and that actually likes our product and that actually drinks the product. Because the cool thing about these types of products, not specifically like alcohol and specifically, but like consumer goods, is that if someone likes your product, they'll keep buying it over and over and over. And if you got a loyal customer with a consumer good, the lifetime of like the lifetime value of that customer could be in the tens of thousands of dollars, right? Because someone 
who drink a whole bunch of Bud Light might spend ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars over the lifetime of being a customer of that company, right? Because they probably would drink it maybe every day, maybe every weekend, a whole bunch of them because they're not that strong. So like we're talking about like crazy amounts of recurring revenue, crazy amounts of recurring money. Like, for example, I like to drink energy drinks, right? I drink them pretty often. The lifetime value of me as a customer for energy drinks is quite high because I drink them very often, very frequently, and quite a lot of them, right? And they're really not cheap, okay? Bud Light, these beer cans, etc., they're pricey, right? In terms of, like, I mean, Bud Light isn't that pricey, but, like, in terms of, like, like compared to, like, just a consumer good that you drink, they're pricey, right? So the cost of these will add up not too long, like, not too long of a time. So, like, we're talking about a good amount of money being spent on that product probably by one person over and over and over and over again, right? Then you add on to the whole addiction side of alcoholism, and now you got a whole nother side to it where you got some people spending crazy amounts of money on this sort of stuff. So the commercial from the longtime National Football League sponsor shows fans gearing up for the upcoming season by preparing meals, drinking Bud Light, wearing replica jerseys at bars, and tailgating events all played to the tune of Etta James' A Sunday Kind of Love. The minute-long promo ends with the tagline, Football, Bud Light, and Sunday go easy together. However, Bud Light's attempt to win back those who have boycotted the brand was met with some derisive comments on social media. The aftershocks of the Mulvaney controversy also affected staffers at Captive 8, the Californian-based marketing firm behind the Bud Light-Mulvaney partnership. Captive 8 fired more than a dozen employees just days after the top brass boasted about a lavish junket to an award ceremony on the French Riviera. Riviera? Riviera. Have you pronounced that? I know I screwed that one up. That post reported last week. In addition, other beer brands under Anheuser-Busch umbrella were hurt by Mulvaney's promo and have lost market share. Budweiser sales declined 10.3% in the week ended August 19th, while the Globe Ultra, another Anheuser-Busch brand, has seen some improvement with a 0.4% increase in sales in the week-long period. And other non-Anheuser-Busch related brands are stealing market share. Miller Lite saw 18.5% growth in sales, Coors Light experienced 21.6% growth, and Yingling Lager saw a 19.7% increase for the week ended August 19th, according to Bump Williams Consulting and Nielsen IQ data. And earlier this month, Anheuser-Busch and Bev, the Belgian-based parent of the brewery, reported a 10.5% drop in revenue and nearly 30% decrease in profit in the second quarter. Crazy. The brand isn't going to make a comeback regardless of a Gates investment. The The thing is, I wouldn't be surprised if 
Anheuser-Busch were to sell the brand Bud Light to kind of like get it off of their books. Because the thing is, like in terms of like normies, like normal humans, right? A lot of them don't know that Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch are connected or all these other drinks that they own are connected or owned by the same company. Like a lot of people don't go through their life thinking like, oh, that drink and that drink and that drink are all owned by the same company. Like a lot of people don't actually like think of products like that. But if you were to actually look at the back of these different drinks, right, half of them might be owned by Coca-Cola, right? So you don't really know. So <laughs> it's just kind of funny because like a lot of people just literally don't go through the they don't really catch on to the fact that there's so many drinks by the same company. So if they were to like get rid of Bud Light off of their books, yeah, that would probably take a loss. But over time, their stock would probably recover and soar because they're no longer connected to this like contaminated brand, right? Because all the other drinks that they own aren't really contaminated, not really, but this specific brand, Bud Light, had just gotten so much bad press that now it's like, like, do you even really want to touch it? Do you really want to be around it now? It's like a kind of crazy situation to be in. Like sometimes, maybe it's better to just cut loose. <laughs>